Welcome to the Sustainable Renegade. I'm your host, Megan Elaine, and I am a self-sufficiency expert and teacher and a sustainable living consultant. And we are talking about sustainable living, and we're talking about sustainable living through self-sufficiency, self-reliance. We want to do more for ourselves, rely less on the system, and provide a healthy future for our children. So we are talking about how we can be sustainable, how we can be more self-reliant, and how we can do it for ourselves without having to rely on the system and government and take back some of our control and our health in our lifestyles. So welcome to the podcast, Sustainable Renegade. Hey, welcome back. All right, today we're not talking about winter. We're not talking about the holidays. I promise. <laughs> we are going to talk about zero waste and minimalism living. And I want to talk to you guys about the five R's that go into zero waste and how we can focus a lot more on minimalism and having less stuff, less materialistic stuff, and having more time for real essential things in our lives. So zero waste, you guys. This is something that I kind of thought about in the beginning. I just assumed that I would be producing less when I grew my own food and bought less. Uh, I assumed that I'd be composting and all that good stuff. But I never really thought about it as zero waste. Because when my family and I went on this journey... We were actually still consumers. Do you know what I mean? Like we were still uh, buying lumber. We were buying supplies. Sure, we were getting a lot of that ourselves as well. But we were still buying a good majority of the things that we needed, including food. So zero waste really wasn't something that I thought about until later on when I realized we're trying to live this simple life. And yet every week we're still putting out two bags of garbage or more. This is unacceptable when you are trying to live a sustainable and, you know, simple lifestyle. So zero waste is something that I've kind of learned more of over the past couple years as I've dove into sustainable uh, learning and living and training. So most of us know the three R's of recycle, reduce, and reuse, but for the zero waste lifestyle, there's actually two more that we add to that. One is R for refuse, refusing to buy things we don't need, refusing to buy toxic and chemical items, refusing to support large companies, refusing to support exported and unknown uh, entities uh, that support certain products. So refusal is another R. So we have reuse, recycle, reduce, refuse. And the last one I already mentioned is rot or compost. But of course, we're keeping with the theme here, five R's. So rot. So anything that you consume or buy should be able to reused, recycled, reduced, refuse it if it's not a healthy option for you or the planet. And it should be able to rot down if it's an organic matter. So these are kind of like the five rules, I guess, for following a zero waste lifestyle. And this happens or this we follow this, these rules everywhere we go uh, for all of our eating, all of our travel, anything that we're doing in our day. We are using these five rules all the time. 
Anytime we buy something, we are considering, can we rot it down? Do we really need this product or item? Can the packaging or the item itself be reused or recycled? And and can we reduce our our spending and usage and waste? This is all part of, of zero waste as well. So I don't know what you guys think about zero waste living. It's it's a really difficult thing to achieve because we are consumers. We are children of a consumer-centric world. But, you know, I think we really can take these principles and apply them to our everyday, apply them to our our consumerism habits and and really make a difference for for ourselves and maybe inspire other people to just, you know, slow down and think a little bit more about the items that we're purchasing, the items that we're using, items that we're giving as gifts or bringing into our home. Zero waste is is not living with nothing and not having nothing, but it's just really trying to awaken your consciousness about everything that we're doing, consuming, using, and wasting. So the five R's is really just a simplistic way uh, to remind ourselves uh, every time we go into a store, every time we are have something in our home that we're using, is this an item that we really need to buy? Do we really need to invest in this? Can we refuse this item and use a more natural item? Can we make our own item or can we just live without it? This is something I talk a lot about in my self-sufficiency training because we need to question uh, you know, you want to be self-sufficient, you want to be sustainable, uh, but you want all the cool gadgets and, and easy things that, that will make it easier for you. And that's just not, that's not the way you start out. You start out by doing things by hand, by understanding the mechanics and and the the backdrop behind every item and product that you're using, you know, looking at ingredients and really understanding what's in these products, where they came from, and are they necessary for your life? Are they essential for you, you know? Do you need all those creams and shampoos and and things in your bathroom? Do you need all the cleaners underneath your sink? Do you need all those plastic bags in your cupboard that you know have been sitting there for a while? Find ways to reuse, recycle, and of course, reduce these items that we're using. We use way too many things. And my grandmother, she was the most important person in my entire life. But something that really bothered me was that she had a bathroom full of creams, full of creams and lotions and potions and smelly perfumes and hair products and makeup and I thought, why is she always covering up her beautiful everything with all these items? I just could never understand why putting all these things on your skin could be a good thing. And yet she constantly was covering up her beauty with them and enhancing herself with all these aromas. We just, uh, it's unnecessary. These are unnecessary items. And for the most part, they just play into our own ego. Um, and they play into the fact that we worry about what other people think about us. We worry about them we're not pretty enough. Our skin's not smooth enough. Our eyes aren't blue enough. Well, these are, are really unimportant things that we really need to kind of let go of. And when you're trying to be simplistic, zero waste, minimalism, sustainable, we need to put that kind of lifestyle on the shelf because it's expensive, it's full of toxins, it's full of waste, and most of these products aren't made in a sustainable way. 
In fact, a lot of them are, are not made in a sustainable way. And even if you are buying some of these vegan products, how many containers of stuff do you need? How many plastic bottles do you need? So zero waste and minimalism is really uh, about trying to get you to think about all these products that we're consuming, using, and wasting. And of course, thinking about all the other things as well, our food and water. How are we consuming it? How are we getting it? What are we doing with the waste? This is all part of zero waste, all part of minimalism. And of course, the more we create for ourselves, the less we use, the less we buy, uh, the less resources we're putting on the planet, on the world. And this is a really important way for us to get past this climate change that's really devastating our entire planet. And we all can contribute to this by just buying less, really managing um, our usage of everything, trying to eat a little more whole foods, local foods, seasonal foods, buying less stuff, and using these five R's in, in our everyday. Reuse, recycle, reduce, refuse, rot. And apply that to everything that you're buying and using. And this is a, you know, this is not going to happen overnight. A lot of people jump into these lifestyles thinking that they're just going to be able to get rid of all their stuff, all their habits, and everything's going to be willy-nilly, and they're going to be in their nice little white little cabin with, with you know, their big window to nature, and that's going to be enough, satisfying, and they're going to be connected and, and not using, and, and this is not realistic. This is something that we need to get out of this mindset. Zero waste minimalism is is something that happens slowly over time. If you were lucky enough to be born, um, you know, in a natural environment, maybe with a hippie parents who really didn't focus on materialistic things, this might be easier for you. But for many people, even me, I grew up in an apartment building, but my mom, it was very important that our house was very clean. We had which means, of course, we had lots of cleaners and she used them on a regular basis. In fact, my apartment often smelled like bleach. Something that we don't think about as, as although it smells clean, it's something our children, I, was breathing in. Whereas my dad, on the other hand, you know, was a consumer, was such a consumer. And anytime there was something on sale, there was a good deal, a two for one, even if we didn't really need it, he would get it. You know, if he had a coupon for it, he would buy it. And this is really how a lot of us have grown up. We've grown up with the, the shiny gold being waved in front of us all the time for amazing deals. And, and we've been, been duped into becoming these uh, consumers that have so many things that we just don't need that really bring us no um, true value. And that was kind of with my dad, you know, he really just wanted to give me all these things to f make me happy. But at the end of the day, I went, went home with so many things that I never end up using and they ended up getting thrown away or given away or just sitting in boxes. Even to this day, I have stuff just put away that he bought me just to put away and it's still put away <laughs> for no purpose. We just, we have so much stuff and so much waste and we've grown up in these environments thinking it's okay. So it takes time, it takes a little bit of practice, and it takes really organization on your own part, and, your, and not really with your stuff, but with your mindset, you know? We need to let go of the fact that materialistic things are so important to us, they bring us so much value. This just isn't the case. And I firsthand had to experience this when we moved up north. 
I brought things with me that had um, sentimental value that were my family members, things that had no place being brought up to the bush with no proper shelter to keep them from uh, the weather, from damp, from, from just dirt. And I learned real quickly that I had to, you know, either let go of these things or I had to, you know, pay for storage. And in most cases, I actually let go. And a lot of these items are still in my brain. I still can close my eyes and see them. In some cases, I can smell them. I can know what they feel like. They're still intact in my memory, embedded in me, even without having these items. So really, I, I encourage you guys to, to really let go of, of materialistic things, especially the sentiment that goes with them. That sentiment is already with you. It's already in you. And another great thing that, that I got to do with some of my items that I no longer have is I took photos of them. I have photos of them. So if I really need to see them again, if I really need to remember the things that I had, um, I have photos of them. But not having these things allowed us to minimize, allowed us to to clear our mind of clutter, our home of clutter. And this is what I really encourage you guys to start working towards. Zero waste minimalism isn't um, a lifestyle. It is just part of your lifestyle. Uh, we live, we put too, too many uh, of our, our lifestyle habits into a box, you know, uh, like, I don't want to be off-gridder. I don't want to be homesteader. I don't want to be this. I don't want to be that. I just want to be Megan who does this and knows this. And it should be the same with, with our, our lifestyle. You can be minimalism <laughs> and be this. You can be this and this. You can do this and this. As long as we're using a conscious mind. It's not, it's not or. It's not one or the other. It's both. And as we become minimalism, as we become more minimalistic, I should say, and we focus more on zero waste, and we really do focus on the important things, the other things just become less important anyway. So we don't really have to try. We just naturally go towards the things that make us feel good and healthy. So sustainable living, self-sufficient living includes minimalism. It includes zero waste because it, we want to focus on having less, using less, having a more cost-effective life. And these habits and actions play into that, play into that lifestyle. And I mean, there are so many ways that we can upcycle, recycle. Remember the five R's we talked about at the beginning. These we put into action every single day, into your every day, to everything, every time you go to buy something or consume something, we can use these five R's as a guideline to make choices that are really going to align with what we want for ourselves and our future. <clears throat> So, I mean, there's no harm in saying no to items. There's no harm in you reusing uh, items. There's no harm in upcycling and, and using zero waste products. And I really, I encourage and invite you guys to do so, so we can start to create uh, a lifestyle that really has meaning more than just the shit and junk around us. I feel so bad for these people who, who live in these homes. They can't even breathe because there's just so much stuff and waste that brings them literally no value except some mental um, comfort that, that can be fixed through nature and health. So you guys, that's it. That's all. Just another short one for today. 
And uh, we're going to slow down as we get into the holiday season. I know some of you guys will be listening to this at random intervals. But for those of you who are listening to it as they come out, uh, there's going to be a couple more left. And then we'll be taking a break until mid-January. So hopefully you'll listen to the next couple episodes and uh, and enjoy the holidays thereafter. But until then, uh, let's practice uh, zero waste and minimalism as we move forward into the holidays. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know I said we wasn't going to talk about the holidays, but we did talk about different ways for us to use less, buy less, create more, upcycle and recycle. And we can do this as we move through this holiday season, which tends to be about things uh, more than it should be. So uh, let's get out of that habit and let's show our kids that we know the meaning of, of life and living and, and we know how to celebrate holidays uh, with flair, with family, with fun, with laughter and not with um, shiny things to show off and, and give. All right. Have a good one. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. And if you're interested in learning about sustainable living and becoming more self-sufficient and self-reliant, I invite you to come join me in my Facebook group, Sustainable Healthy Living, where I teach a skill of the week every week. And we do two classes, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and I teach you guys how to do more for yourself, how to work towards self-sufficiency and sustainability. So I invite you to come join me and I also invite you to join me over on my Instagram page, Megan Elaine underscore one, or to check out our Daisy Lane Homestead on YouTube and see everything that's going on in our off-grid, self-sufficient and sustainable lifestyle. Don't forget to join me on the next episode and thanks so much for your time. Have a great day, evening, wherever you are in the world and we'll see you on the next one.